Welcome to the Write It Down podcast with the 1513 Network. I'm Brooke Murata, bringing you one-on-one interviews to challenge, inspire, and encourage. On the mic today is founder and owner of GBED, Trey Collins. Get Better Every Day started off as a phrase on Trey's whiteboard in college. Through a series of events, GBED became a logo, brand, and movement impacting our local community of Brevard County and beyond. Sit back, relax, and get your pens ready because this is Write It Down. All right. Welcome back to Write It Down. My name is Brooke Murata, sitting across from the Trey Collins of GBED. Trey, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. So where's Trey Z come from? Complete, completely random one really? day just was like yeah i'm gonna change my instagram, instagram handle yep. my favorite though is like when you don't know somebody that well but you know like their instagram and mm-hmm. you're like do you know them no i just know their instagram handle like people call me bronchi yes. and i'm like that's not really me it's just my alias it's, but it's funny like younger kids call me Trey Z, and it's it kind of sounds kinda like a rapper right. name <laughs> i guess it's kind of like shwayze shwayze or like um what's that guy trey songs mm-hmm. maybe, maybe there was some influence Ooh. okay there. i see that i, I see wasn't that. conscious at the time but i want to like go like full into gbed but i also want to ask you two questions about your instagram okay okay more like in love with the guitar or surfing Man, I don't know if I could pick one over the other. Really? I don't know if I could pick one over the other. Lately, surfing more. Okay. Lately, surfing. When I was more in like serious day to day with soccer in mm-hmm. college, it was yeah. more guitar because I was having to like rest more. I would yes. say. Okay. But it's those have been things that since like honestly in my twenties I've really like worked on a lot. Yeah. And I feel like both of them kind of complement each other now. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I could pick one. Where does your brain go when you surf? Like, what do you think about when you're surfing? Man. That's a cool question. It's a constant game of like, where do I want to be? Because a lot of times when you're at your best, you're not really thinking. Yeah. You kind of just. That'll preach in anything. You're you're in like (laughs) in flow state is something that I try to study a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, But like it's weird because surfing also you're constantly trying, at least for me, I'm trying to progress, but it's not really for anything. It's just for myself. Yeah. And then, so there'll be some sessions where it's like, all right, I really want to work on this, whatever that is. And I try to think of like one thought and that comes from Mm -hmm. some surf coaches that I've listened to on podcasts. Like, Hey, try to work on one thing if you're working on something. Um, but then also at times almost trying to not be in that at all and just be in the flow, like with your friends and then like, Oh my gosh, three hours went by. Like if we could get to that, that's kind of like, I think why I love surfing the most. Um, do you have a busy so, brain like throughout the day and then like when you surf it seems to calm down or when you play guitar it calms down I think it's been it's been I would say as my technique in some of these things has gotten more fluid yeah and more I more I think just repetition with it yeah you don't think I've practiced trying to be calmer in the moment mm. so like intentionally and a lot of this does come from from like surf coaches that I listen to on podcasts yeah, yeah. that are like okay these are how I train mm-hmm. world's top athletes and stuff but as like you know you always hear the 10,000 hour rule I don't know the legitimacy of that is yeah, yeah. here or there but getting to a certain point with your technique to where I'm really just trying to focus on when I'm out in the water or when I'm playing guitar like can I breathe through my nose relax mm, yeah. and be like almost have it slow down yeah and I don't think it's possible until I got enough reps in those kind of things yeah 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 and yeah that's that's kind of where so how old were you when you started both those okay so surfing I got serious okay so surfing I, I would say there's kind of like two periods in my life with surfing okay. I started when I was around 13 14 okay before that I would only skate and my dad was a surfer mm-hmm. and he'd always like what are you doing come surf and I'm yeah. like no, the skate park's always there, Dad. Like, yeah. you don't get it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I think when I was about at Hoover, I would say I, like, got the bug. Yeah, and then it was, beachside life. Yeah, and then yeah. it was just like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to surf when I can. Okay. Um, But up until, honestly, when I finished playing, I, I surfed this entire time of my life, but up until I finished college, my number one priority time-wise it was, like, preparing my body for soccer. Soccer. So yeah. there was never really repetition in it. And yeah. weekends I was traveling. Mm-hmm. And so in Florida, you could go months and not really get any repetition yeah. in it like that. Where then at this later period in my life, I've been trying to 
almost serve daily if I can, even if it's 20 minutes mm -hmm. to try to get like repetition just mm -hmm. to be able to then like relax yeah. in the surfing. Mm -hmm. And so after college from about 23 to now I'm 29, um, and my friend Ramin Tamori would uh, attest to this, when we were when we were about 20, I was 23, he was probably 24, we were like, let's do this. Like, let's do this in a sense of let's push each other, but <laughs> yeah. like for the next five yeah. years, let's go as much as we can. can. Even if it's good, bad, yeah. like we'll just try to get the most out of it. Uh -huh. And it's funny because we talk about it now, I feel like we're still in the same spot a little bit, like mentally, but I'm, maybe I'm trying to stay there my whole life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the surfing has been, I would say, more prominent in like the last five years of my life. Okay. Um, guitar was bridging back bridging back there guitar was something that as i was in growing up my dad and my sister were playing when i was in high school yeah but i never played i listened to music like non-stop yeah but i never actually played anything until i was my junior year of college actually so yeah. i was 21 i don't remember exactly what like prompted the mm -hmm. start necessarily mm -hmm. Um, I do remember the first song I learned and it took so long to learn. What was it? It, it was, it was by brand new. Um, the song was called Jesus Christ by brand new, brand uh -huh. new, like the rock group. Uh -huh. And it was just this like guitar riff that I had in my head and it took me like, it was acoustic. Though. It was acoustic. Yep. And wow. it took like, I don't know, weeks, weeks to learn at the time. And it's funny because actually a couple weeks ago I was playing it Yeah. and it's like, it just really brought me back, like nostalgia of like, man, I remember when I picked this thing up and it was so foreign. Yeah, and, and now then, you're like playing all the time. What is your favorite artist to play? Ooh, that's another one that I, I have trouble with. I will say, I can list some artists that have influenced me a lot. Okay. Number one, Krungbin. Krungbin, it's his band. Krun, how do you spell that? It's really weird. At their concerts, they'll be like, hey, we're the band that you don't know how to understand, or you don't know how to pronounce. <laughs> yeah. It's K-H-R-U-A-N-G. B-I-N. Krungbin. Krungbin. <laughs> Krungbin. How do you find Krungbin? Okay, actually, Krungbin, how I found it. I was at Okeechobee Music Festival okay. with my sister. Okay. I heard them and was yeah. like, whoa, what is that? And walked up and then was just like, they make their albums to play straight through, like an hour straight through. Yeah. And then I watched them for that hour. And like from that day, I swear they've been my number one on Spotify. Uh, is it like rock or is it no, like... No, it's like... Is it like EDM? No, I was it's gonna say, not how do you play guitar to like yeah, EDM? Yeah, it's, it's one dude with a guitar, a girl with a bass, yeah. and one drummer. And I would say it's like, instrumentally, there's not a lot of words, mm -hmm. just really intricate guitar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's definitely one who's who's really influenced From me. Um, Jack Johnson, I remember at the beginning, yes. was someone who yeah. was like, man, I never really heard someone use a guitar like him. Mm -hmm. And he was one who, at the beginning of my guitar life, uh, I was l listening and playing Jack Johnson. Yeah, yeah. And he was definitely one of the artists where once I started to like get some improvement and learn some songs, I yeah. was like, I could play whatever. Can I you was, play ukulele? Too? Uh, a little bit. Okay. I don't know different. the core. It's different. Yeah, I don't okay. know the core. I know a couple like songs basically on yeah. ukulele, but I couldn't like pick up a ukulele and jam. <laughs> Start playing. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was Jack Johnson. Who else was there? John Another Mayer. band, uh, John Mayer. John Mayer, definitely. Seen, so talented. Seeing him in person. Oh, I cried. I'm not kidding. That's, I did cry. I was crying at his concert, feeling like he wrote those songs for me. That's <laughs> they amazing. did, and they're about like Taylor Swift and I other girls. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Katy Perry. Yeah, right? exactly. It's like, this is for Brooke Murata. No, it's not. It's for Katy Perry. I, I remember seeing John Mayer. I was, oh, it was probably like one to two years after I started playing. Okay. And I just really was in awe of, okay, he hit every single one of those mm, notes mm -hmm. on there. And I almost liked that he he maybe missed a few notes because yeah. it showed that he was playing 10,000. Yes, yes. You know, and... and Live that, is better. Yes. At that point in my life, like, it wasn't all, but when I was younger, I listened to, you know, we didn't have Spotify, we didn't have all that. Yeah. It was the, the iPod. Yes, and I was listening classic. to rap yes. and just stuff that I look at now and I'm... Like that's it's, it's not trash. the same, yeah. But I would see T -Pain. those. Yeah, T Pain, <laughs> T Pain, T Pain actually has some pipes. I he do can like T Pain, yeah. yeah. But yes. that's up that same alley. Yes. And then seeing John Mayer, it, it made me like really respect the finesse. Yeah. Versus you know, I see these rap. Not I don't like business wise. I don't hate on the rap artists. I'm like, dude, if you're killing yeah. it, you're killing yeah. it. Yeah. But I just don't think that there's a lot of like 
pressure yeah. to perform. No, you're just it's playing not, a track. It's not real. You know, yeah, Kesha yes, up yes. there playing a track, yes, and she's making millions off I of know, it. I know, I know. Yeah. It's not. There's not a lot of musical genius that yes. goes into that. There's mm-hmm. like more production. I don't think it's as raw as like live music or like John Mayer. I mean, I literally like. I want to see him again so bad. Yeah. Just pure talent um so you have those two loves in your life of guitar and surfing but Mm -hmm. soccer is like your first love so what what's the journey of soccer you went off to play in college and then kind of the birth of g-bed okay so take me through that okay okay um so yeah i played i played locally at mel high yeah um we had success we won two state titles and i minor success <laughs> it was it was great time your face right now is so humble you're like we had some success it was that's pretty successful i i'm thankful for those yeah, times definitely yeah. um and so out of high school uh i signed with uh, ju jacksonville university okay. Um, I was originally committed to James Madison University, which is in Virginia. Uh-huh. Um, didn't feel like the coach really, really wanted me there, but it was a, it was where I was going to go. And yeah. then JU came into the picture pretty late my senior year, and it was on the beach. I was in Florida. Closer to home. It was closer to home. It was going to cost me less. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, yeah, JU. So I went to JU um, out of high school, and it was, I would say... The best way to sum up Ju quickly, because I could talk not quickly, yeah. but I could talk a long time about this. I had a coach that I didn't have a lot of respect for. I found uh-huh. out, and yeah. I wasn't as confident of a player as I thought I was because he was impacting my psychology a lot, mm. as well as a lot of guys on the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, you are who you hang out with. So was, if you have somebody that doesn't have confidence in themselves and in you, you're not going to feel filled and to be confident. It was yeah, it was weird. He, you know, it's it's weird how much I I. I'm thankful for that time in my life because now as a coach, I try to really never be that guy, that guy to my players. <laughs> yes, like yes. that sounds really heavy. No. Like, and, and I'm kind of weirdly thankful for those experiences now, but in, so I played at High JU. Five. I, um, I, I think as a player, I'm not really happy if I'm not in the starting lineup more when I was younger. Yeah. It was, that was now I'm not, I try not to focus on if I was a starter or a sub yeah. as much, yeah, yeah. but when I, then it was more important to me. Of course. Ego yeah. involved for sure. Yeah. And I went in there and I, I was starting some games, but I had a couple German guys who were four or five years older than me yeah. who I very much felt like we're going to be preferred over me no matter what. Didn't matter mm-hmm. how I was playing, that kind of thing. So I really had a lot of like, uh, motivation almost to kind of like prove the coach wrong there, yeah. which is not like I don't think the best long term motivation, but in the moment it definitely made me work hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I played my first year there. Um, I didn't have a bad bad season. Our team did pretty well, but I wasn't really happy with with where I was personally. And yeah. then I played my second year there, and I remember one conversation with my dad where it was it was like getting to where on the daily I wasn't enjoying it. I was yeah. like, I don't even, I don't really want to be around. And it wasn't my team. I was like, I just don't really want to be around this guy. He's not, I'm not inspired by him, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And I, my dad was like, Trey, this doesn't even sound like you. Like you need, you need to kind of make a change. You need, you know, and I was almost at that point already. Yes. yes. But so, to have somebody in your life who knows you since you were a kid, know that you're not, my parents are the same way. They'll be yeah. like, Brooke, you are not being yourself. And I'm like, I want to be myself, but like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Like, what should I be doing? And But it helps to have like those trusted people in your life who no matter what season you're in can go, yo, something, they kind of validate what you're already feeling because you were already feeling that like, all right, it's time to make a change. But when somebody calls it out on you that like has your best interest, you're like, okay, I'm not crazy. Yeah. (laughs) You almost need a little validation. And my dad was someone too, who he never pushed, like he pretty much all my whole life has just like supported what I wanted to do. Yeah. He wanted me to enjoy myself. So like, I I do kind of think I heard that and it was like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to make this change. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, at, at that point, um, well, let me backtrack a little bit. When I was going out of high school, it was I got into UF as a student. Okay. And there was a club team there, but I, you know, I had the opportunity to play NCAA soccer, yeah. and I ended up choosing that. And okay. A good portion of my friends went to UF my yeah. uh, freshman year. Um, so I decided I was going to leave JU, um, and I applied to U. I was talking to a few other schools as well for soccer, and yeah. I applied to UF as it was a junior then. Yeah. Um, and I got in. I got it accepted. I had a. <laughs> I had a voicemail on my phone from the dean. You were applying like to, as a junior to like the college. Yes, that's what I did. That's, I went to UF, so okay. I applied from BCC to 
the exact UF, college. to the actual college. Exactly. Yes. Okay, so you know the process there. So it's crazy. It, yeah, it was. So I, I had basically I went and told my coach like, hey, I'm leaving. Like, I'm leaving my scholarship, etc. Um, I go to register for my classes at UF. Like, mm-hmm. I got that was probably a little bit of a period there, a couple of weeks. But I decided, okay, I'm going to go to UF. I'm going to play club. That's my decision. Yeah. Um, I had a place to live right in where I wanted to live, right mm-hmm. next to the area of Midtown. And then I went to register for classes, and it wasn't letting me register for classes. I'm like, what? What is happening here? Um, so I got, like, the dean of my college yeah. on the phone again, and she's like, actually, you haven't taken Chem 2 yet, which I hadn't, so you're not <laughs> going to be able to get into the college. So all of a sudden, I was sitting there, and I was like... What am I doing? So I just left my scholarship at JU, but I can't go to UF. I hadn't signed a lease yet, but yeah. I had like I had a place to live, and so I was kind of in a weird moment. And I ended up coming back to Eastern Florida and taking yeah. just uh, three classes. And weirdly, like that semester is ended up being hugely beneficial for me. Isn't that cool how that works out? It was. I so was like, you were bummed at first that you weren't going to UF and yeah. all that stuff wasn't lining up. And then you come back to your hometown and things unfold. Basically, yeah. So <laughs> um, I come back home. And at the time, one of my good, who's still a good buddy who lives in California, was Nick Muccio. Mm-hmm. And I would say, actually, this is a period where I really got into surfing more. So okay. I went from having like training every single day, like having to wake up super early, class, games, and playing D1 yeah. schedule, to... Going to Eastern Florida, Melbourne, taking nine credits, <laughs> nine credits, and yes. like that Chem two class, yes. and and only had class Tuesday, Thursday. So I was like, this is the most free time I've really ever had in my whole life. Yeah. And so that did was. Did you get like a little depressed in that season of life, or were you like pretty still good because you had a goal? I would say. I never felt like I was depressed, but I would say I was most sad or bummed those last couple of weeks before I left JU. Because I kind of was like, wait, oh, don't get to go to UF. Oh, I have to go back home. Yeah, I don't want to live at home. That's how I felt not, living back here. Not that I don't yeah. want to live at home. I, lo- I love living with my dad. But yeah. it was just, you know, when, where it, I was expecting to be that semester. Um, oh, yeah. But then it ends up, you look back and you're like, I don't think I would have changed a thing. Like, it, abs- it, but it sucks sometimes in the moment. Yeah. You're literally, that's how I felt like moving back here from UF. I was mm-hmm. like the person that was like, I'm not going to be caught dead in my hometown. Yeah. And I'm going to probably be caught dead in my hometown. Yeah, and not but, caring now. <laughs> no, now that's, I'm that's like, where I, I don't want to move. I yeah. like literally have such a soft spot for this town and like the local businesses and just where I grew up. And there's so many young adults here. It's like everybody's, up, I think, everybody's too, yeah. coming back. I'm like, yeah. Like, what years were you at UF? Side note. Um, I graduated 20. I was there 2015 to 2018. Okay. I was actually neighbors with your sister. Oh, no way. Small world. Very cool. Yeah. Shout out to Riley. Yeah. sister. Went, my sister went to UF. My mom and my dad went to UF, too. Man. Um, but yeah, so yeah, okay. just to wrap, you know, get back where we were. So I ended up coming home. Um, I kind of knew, okay, if you take this class, you'll get into UF in the fall. Like, that's what the yeah. dean had told yeah. me. So I took chem. Um, ended up taking a few more classes at Eastern because it was like, why not in the summer? Right. Um, and then went to UF that junior year. Um, and... Upon getting there, found out like the club scene was a lot more legitimate than I thought yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, I had a friend that I played with in high school who was on the team, so he was able to like introduce me to the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ended up being we have an alumni group that that helps give money. The yeah. school gives some money, yeah. and you know I kind of was like, is this just going to be a kick around practice? And I got there, and there was twenty good players. We yeah. had sick UF jerseys, and yeah. we were traveling to some games. We'd fly once or twice a yeah. year, normally just yeah. once, but it was. Yeah, it ended up being this. It re- I found myself really loving soccer again. Yeah, and we would just train. You know, I was in in this period before where <clears throat> I was with this coach that it was partially on me. Now I think about it now, but it was making every practice dreadful. I was like, mm. I don't, don't listen to this guy. I didn't, and this is the Jacksonville. this is in Jacksonville, okay. and then I got to UF to where we trained four nights a week under the lights. It was like just the boys. And we did have like a coach type figure, but it was you pretty much had to prove it to the to the squad, well, it was a club could, team yeah. that you could do it. Yeah. But if you didn't show up, you didn't show up. You weren't really gonna, you know. That's cool. And yeah, that that ended up being um, a really cool period in my life. And I got to get my degree from UF. Yeah. Which is one thing I really wanted originally. 
So uh, yeah, it's it's so crazy to me that I got my degree at UF because I got a 19 on my ACT twice. Yes. Epic. <laughs> like I literally like I went and got a 19. I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Maybe it's because I didn't study hard enough. Studied again, got the same score. So it made me have to stay at a community college. I love that you still went to UF though. That's great. yeah. But jokes on them. Yes. Come in. I claimed a Spanish major. Okay. Uh, this is this is crazy. Yeah, tell me this. So I wanted to go to nursing school. I was actually going to go to UNF nursing okay. school okay. after I'd finished my prereqs at BCC. So I apply and I like pass the T's test and everything. And I was like, you know what? Why not shoot for the stars and Mm. become a med student at UF? Which it's like crazy that this even maybe could have happened. Yeah. So I go to UF. I go to the college, the dean of like arts and sciences or whatever. And he's like, all you have enough credits for is a Spanish major. So come in and claim a Spanish major, but take prereqs for med. So I was like, okay. So I claim a Spanish major and I'm in chem two at UF. And I'm like, I think I want to host a show one day. I, you're not supposed to switch your major as a transfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I Definitely go, like, yeah. yeah. So then I go to the dean of communications and I say, I want to start a TV show one day. Like, I need you to permit me into communications. Wrote me a letter and I graduated with uh, broadcast communications from UF. That's cool. Not and, like, a Spanish major. Not a Spanish major. <laughs> just, just a little side note. <laughs> and funny. it's just funny though. Like the you it's easy to look back and see how everything pieced together for for us to be where we are today yeah so it makes kind of like the unknown before us be a little more like trusting because you're like okay i saw all those other twists and turns of what i thought i wanted and Mm -hmm. it turned out to be better and it still got some of the results that i like was hoping for it just didn't happen the way i thought it would and and we're never gonna know what's gonna happen tomorrow it doesn't matter ever we're not promised tomorrow (laughs) so so i have to tell myself that every day i'm like brooke you are not 10 years from now you are here today like you don't even know if you're like the things that are involuntary in our body like our heart beating our breath and our lungs us waking up we have zero control over. Yeah. My DNA, zero control over. Yeah. Like that helped me a lot too whenever I was going through this weird funk in life of like comparing myself. Like, because mm-hmm. girls can do that. I mean, I'm sure guys could too, yeah. but girls are very like, she looks like this. Well, she was doing this, blah, blah, blah. Totally, totally. And I went, Brooke, you don't have blonde hair. You don't have red hair. Like, yeah. you have brown hair. Did you, were you the one that gave yourself brown? Yeah. Like, you have to sometimes break it down yeah. for yourself of like, I didn't tell my body to react this way I didn't I don't have control of tomorrow like if you start to kind of like make it a little more practical it's like less overwhelming I think maybe you can find that spot that you said you find when you surf where you're just like I'm here like Like with the breath I need to be more chill (laughs) you can be (laughs) no I like see like people like you I'm like man you are like bro chill (laughs) and I am not bro chill I'm like you're bro chill I'm bro chill Bro chill. That's going to be my caption for all my podcasts. I'm bro chill. I'm actually just like, yeah. That's great. That's great. But anyways, no, it ends up working out. Yeah. Look at us, two gators. I didn't even know that. Is G-Bed for gators? (laughs) It can be. Brooke every day. Yeah, there we go. There we go. (laughs) Okay, so the journey of soccer, G-Bed, all that. Okay, yeah. So this is kind of where G-Bed kind of came in. Okay. So I was pre-professional biology and I was going to go to dental school at UF. So that was not because I was like necessarily really passionate about dentistry, but I saw dentist lives and their day to day and their freedom. And I was like, okay, this is something that I could see myself doing. Yeah. Um, so I was in all those like pre-med classes at right. UF, which were the most competitive cutthroat type yes. classes ever. Yes. Like, like pre-med. feeling like soccer games to me yeah. in like a testing situation. I thought I was going to die. It was. I was like, I don't think I'm made for this. It was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I think I'm doing this to prove a point. I yeah, hate this. I didn't like it ever. You know, did, it wasn't like I loved it. Uh, let me scratch that. I liked some of the biology stuff yes. about understanding the body. Being but, challenged was cool. But it was like, you know, some of the stuff that they would they would test you on an organic and biochem it was just they were trying to make it intentionally hard they're trying Whatever. to weed you out i get it i, get I it. was weeded out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the weeding process worked on me oh. like there was no i did not overcome that <laughs> <laughs> so i go i'm coming into my senior year um and i was getting ready to study for the dat which was going to get me into dental school yes and at the time i was like I felt like I was playing well for the club team. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I just remember sitting in my dorm. I'm actually trying to think back about it right now. I remember sitting in my, not in my dorm, my apartment, and just going like, I don't think I'm done playing soccer. Like, mm-hmm. if I go to dental school next year, like, I, I think I'm probably done. And, like, I don't think that's where I am. Mm-hmm. And I was finding myself pushing this DAT study stuff, you know, to the side for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I have 100 hours in me to invest in this. 
you know, on top of what I'm doing on school and that I debt. wasn't su- right. <laughs> Dude, exactly. Yes. I don't remember. A con- I had a conversation with somebody. It was like, you know, Dental. do you do you care enough to go into 150 grand of debt? And I'm like, no, no. So it's, it's actually <laughs> there's funny. your answer. This is actually funny. <laughs> um, so then it then I just text. So I played for the Florida Tech coach for club when okay. I was like 16, 17 yeah, yeah. here. But I wanted to leave Melbourne for college, so I wasn't playing there. Um, I didn't take an offer to play there from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just texted the assistant coach, which ironically is Nick Robinson. Shout out, Nick. He's the coach of this new team that oh, I'm on now, yes. which is funny. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I texted Nick Robinson and said like, hey, Nick, what if I came and played at Tech? And he was kind of, what, you know? I was like, what if I came and played at Tech? I could apply as a grad student and you know, I may hopefully be able to get some academic money coming from UF, yeah, science, yeah. science. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so... That conversation started happening. I talked to the head coach. Basically, he said, apply, like, apply, yeah. pick, the, pick the masters you want, apply, and, you know, we'll get the process started. Um, and that was probably, man, uh, probably February of, of my senior year at UF. And what was your degree going to be at UF? It was, it was like, going to graduate? Bu- uh, Biology, okay. like pre-professional biology yeah, yeah, was yes, like the yes, name. Yes. Okay. And then I had a minor in entrepreneurship. Oh, nice. Which were easy classes compared to the bio stuff. It wasn't even, it yeah. wasn't even comparable. <laughs> but I love okay. that you have to say that like under your breath. It's like newsflash. Yeah, yeah. that is easier. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, so I remember then I was going to California for spring break. And mm-hmm. I got a text from, uh, it was just before spring break when I got this text actually. But I got a text from the coach basically said, we want to have you on the team. You got to graduate like a TA position at FIT, so your tuition is zero. What? And it's like basically welcome. And I was like, no way. I was wow. like, this is like a. When I left JU, I didn't ever expect to play NCAA soccer again, honestly. Yeah. And then this was like, whoa, okay. This is, I don't know. It was, this is kind of, I would say, looking at it now, this is when like the G bed, everything started happening. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I found that out. You know, it was like DAT book to the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, like, yeah, I, I don't want to be in 150 I, I, grand debt. I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I didn't have. I definitely didn't feel enough passion for it at yeah. the time, and I felt passion for the game and soccer and yes. the degree I was going to be able to get at FIT. Moving back. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, all right, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to be able to surf. Yep. Come back. I can surf again more. So, um. Also, sorry, I found out when he texted me then that because of that one semester I was at Eastern Florida, I would have two years of eligibility in Division Two at Florida Tech. Shut up. So the, the one semester what? that I didn't take full-time credits yeah. made it so that I had like basically three semesters of eligibility, but I could play two full seasons instead of one, which was a huge game changer. But it was something you never could have planned. At all. My like, mom was trying to get me to sign up for another class because she was worried about me losing my... my uh, Bright Futures. Mm. And I was like, no, 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 you can take one semester, blah, blah, blah. And I love stories like these. It was Because you can look back and you're like, wait a second, I couldn't have even planned that for myself. The last day of drop ad, I was signed up for, at Eastern Florida, some nonsense class to have 12 credits. And the last day of drop ad or close to the end, I dropped it and was like, no, I don't. And that ended up giving me that semester of eligibility to play two years at FIT, which was a entire surprise because if I would have Damn. transferred to a D1 school, I mm-hmm. would only had one season. Yeah. But having two is like I'm there for fall, spring, fall, not just that first semester. Yep. And so I found that out as well. So I was like, whoa, this is even. Wow. This was like this huge surge of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, most of this was channeled, honestly. And I had I had practices with my UF team, but it was like, if I'm serious about this, if I'm not getting stronger today and eating, I'm like getting weaker almost. Like I yeah. could be getting better. <clears throat> and I had written on my whiteboard in Gainesville, get better every day. Not any acronym, just get better every day on the whiteboard. And most of the time it was me, I would say, like channeling that energy to lift weights Yeah. late at night at the UF gym. And I was just like... Wait, I like be- student rec or Southwest uh, rec? Southwest. Nice. Southwest. The mainly. new one. Yeah, Southwest. <laughs> and it was, it was just, yeah, like, I don't know, pushing myself, making sure I was eating. I used to kind of try to save money on food you know I'd, I'd be like okay i have this much like i'm gonna yes. get for food but like if i only spend 500 of that thousand that's a flight to costa rica so i, oh, yes, I would like yes. really like almost you, try to it's those entrepreneur classes <laughs> probably right shout out to uf for yes, that yes seriously. uh professor that's rossi right? that's funny opportunity yeah. cost or something like that yeah but it was like no now if it, it, i shifted a little bit and it was like 
I'm almost, I'm gonna get that Chipotle because if yeah. I worked my ass off in the, sorry, if right. I worked my no, butt off in the okay. gym, I'm almost like losing gains if I yes. don't, if I don't occupy the other side. So yes. it was the first time in my life where I was like more serious about that. And what's funny is nutritionally, my mindset is so different now. But at the time, that was a change for me of like, I'm gonna be hydrated all day, every day. I'm gonna eat a lot of food like discipline all day every yeah. day because if i'm not getting stronger i'm getting weaker mm, and yeah. it was just like oh, i need that it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> i need to tell myself that in the morning so like was, mine is i'll start monday that's my mm, um okay okay that's my new business i got you i'll start Monday. i would say entrepreneurship for me feels like every day is the same but every day has the same like pressures almost in a way yeah so there's like i'm thankful that weekends and weekdays are like almost interchangeable for yeah. me but at the same time like I need to yes. crush it all weekend sometimes or yes. weekdays or yeah that yeah. is like the um, the hard part of being more of a self starter or yeah. someone that like showing up every single and I always like my dad is very good at this because he his, he works from home he's worked from home forever but it's he like gets up and then goes to his desk and yeah. actually works all day like That's when tough. I'm working from home quote air quotes I'm like one hour here yeah. you know scrub the grout make something to eat go talk to a friend it's but it's there's no discipline in that so it's like it is difficult do you find it hard and the side note because i want to hear the rest of your story yeah do you find it hard where when you are hustling on the weekends and you have like a random tuesday of nothing do you feel guilty because everybody else is monday through friday i would say no i don't even really think that's just a me issue (laughs) i really no i don't really think that even crosses my mind that much yeah um one of the things from that i think about a lot and it was funny that I think about now a lot of this is based on surfing when I was younger yeah. I'd be like you know I gotta go to school I gotta do this like I knew some guys who not a bunch that I would say I was inspired by that I knew personally but yeah. guys who could surf at one o'clock on a Tuesday yeah just because he could work in the evening or he could work different times yeah like, oh man that's something that I want okay so and so yeah. that kind of motivates me of like you know even a random day knowing okay I know that I gotta make a bunch of shirts tonight. Like yeah. I got to crush out a project that's going to take me four hours. Yeah. I would rather surf from seven to 11 when it's daylight and then stay up from eight to 12 and knock right. it out. Cause the customer's not necessarily going to know as long as the product's good at the time you told at the time yeah. that, yeah, when it was done or whatever. So I kind of feel like I try to use those feelings to motivate me on those times when yeah. my discipline, I would say is are right. lower or right. I'm feeling like I don't want to do this or right. something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, those are a okay. couple of thoughts okay. there. So, okay, so kind of going back to you, you're seeing Get Better Every Day, eating oh, Chipotle, yeah. working out <laughs> in college, and then yes. G-Bed kind of, and at what year is, okay. what year is that? Yeah, so right this now? is 2014. Okay. Um, at the time, I did have, when I would come home in the summers and like winter break, I had like some groups of players that I was training in soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, just a few, I would say probably like, 10 to 20 kids that would that would come in in and out of sessions um so i started we started saying g-bed mm-hmm. we actually had bands actually I'm, i gotta i gotta backtrack a little bit there because it wasn't g-bed yet it was okay. just get better every day at the beginning okay and so i was a conversation in a text i don't remember a lot of specifics with this mm-hmm. that i was talking to still my current girlfriend lauren mm-hmm. i said I think I just said, like, I'm going to the gym, get better every day. Kind of joking. Mm-hmm. And she responded, G-Bed. And all of a sudden, I was like, whoa. Lauren, you're brilliant. I was like, <laughs> whoa. Like, I like that. So yeah. I, I changed it on my whiteboard to G-Bed. Yeah. And so me and my roommates at UF, they were kind of like, what is this? So, so really, this is your girlfriend's business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. She would say. Um, That's so, awesome. Yeah, we, we, I wrote that there. And then yeah. we started kind of just jokingly saying it. We'd be like, going to the gym, G-Bed. And then we started saying it to these kids that I was training when I was home a little bit. Yeah. And we just, it was more just like, okay, this is the mentality. You kind of like what I was saying. It was like simple in a sense of like, all right, if we're not working hard, we could be working harder. Yeah. So it was like fist bump G-Bet at the end of the session. That's kind of what it was. We'd be like G-Bet, G-Bet, G-Bet. There was no shirts or there was nothing like that. Yeah. Um, and then, at, you know, at some point in that semester, I don't know exactly when. I know I was still at UF. So it was that spring semester of my senior year. We, I just started playing with logos, basically. Mm. Um like different texts and different logos and I was just like at night just looking at different stuff and I came, like came up with this one and <clears throat> was working with my step I came home for a weekend and was working with my stepdad and we like tweaked some dimensions of this stuff and we made the logo as as what it is still wow um weirdly I remember turning my computer sideways <laughs> because one of my main goals was is like okay could I make 
actually before I even say about, about turning my computer sideways, I saw Nike, right? And Nike was the check. And, and, but it wasn't really just do it for me. Like, mm-hmm. like it wasn't the words just do it. Like, it was, yes, they put that there, it but the like, it was the check. Every time you saw the check, you know, it's the Nike. Check, right. Yeah. And so I seen these and I'm like, what if, you know, I remember thinking as I was doing this logo design, what if I could make something that would be a logo and words, right? Like, and words and all my original like logo prototypes were just kind of simple text like gbed yeah i was like should i put the period should i not it was yeah, like something that, okay. and then i started thinking like no what if it could be a logo and words right yeah. so like it's almost explains itself right right like you're not going to get just do it from the check but like you know if i could make this something like a logo that they would be oh gbed or get better every day they yeah. it could come about without having to know just do it so right. i remember turning my computer screen sideways and just looking at different stuff like what kind of looks like a logo or like I'm, i remember imagining it on the thigh of a wetsuit yeah <laughs> i don't know like surfing yeah. and you're like projecting yes. what could happen in the future like, yeah i still like haven't even made that at yeah. all but it's hey, and, starting out. Yeah. and i was looking at these and yeah basically came to this logo and it was it I don't. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's like to look a movement at. and a logo and a business. It's like it's if it could be brilliant. A, thank you. Yeah. It was. It was something. I, I do really explicitly remember thinking like, can this be something that's like the logo and words? Like, can mm-hmm. it do both? It's hard. Yeah. But you're doing it. And then, at some point, uh, this was probably once I graduated from UF that summer. Um, I was just like, screw it. I'm gonna make. 100 of these. I don't remember what it was. It was like mm-hmm. a $1,000 investment at the time. I'm like, I'm going to make 100 of these shirts with like kind of a random shirt guy. A guy I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, You're just random and I'm just shirt gonna, <laughs> Shirt. <laughs> no, no, I thought you no, oh, Short. Oh. No, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> a guy I knew who could make shirts, yeah. basically. Nothing nothing that's in-house. What, it was like... No, I know what you mean. Yeah, and and made like 100 of these shirts and just basically just gave them to people. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to write this $1,000. Like, th- Were you nervous? <sighs> I had enough money from training at the time to where I wasn't super nervous. It wasn't like risk money-wise, but were, did you feel Ooh. risk person-wise? Like, did you feel... You know, oh, yeah. That's a good question. Most of the people I was giving it to, no, because they already were saying GBED in my training sessions. Okay. See, that, that helps. Because, like, I remember when I started this podcast, and I'm like, yeah. I'm so freaking lame. And, like, my aunt came on the show, and yeah. it wasn't... I, I mean, it was still great that, like, my family and friends were, like, excited about it. But it wasn't until I feel like more people came along yeah. that like validated it that I was like, okay, maybe I'm not. Well, you crazy. put yourself out there. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little like Even more on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> now I mean, I really, I was never really been wired to give a crap what people think. But mm-hmm. when sometimes you, when you do get a little bit older and you start to make a little more of those steps, because you lose that childlike. I don't really care. Flow state. Yeah, flow state. It is. Yeah, they're and not in the comparison mode. They're yeah. not. They're just. Playing. Yeah. yeah. And like we get in our little boxes and our compartments of and social media doesn't I was, help. I was li- wait, as soon as you finish, I was going to say social media is going to augment this for infinity going forward. So I think the ability to like start to realize when you're in comparison mode. Yeah. And be able to self-correct and to be able to be present is going to get more rare mm-hmm. as kids grow up. I'm a little scared. We're going to take a quick break to discuss Write It Down's brand new website. You can head over to widpod.com, W-I-D-P-O-D.com, and see all the goods. You'll notice a banner at the top of the page that says Learn More. If you click that link, it'll show you how you can support Write It Down. P.S. My favorite part about the website is the Wid Wall, which is a collection of all the Write It Downs from the show. This podcast is made possible by the 1513 Network, so show the network some love and support by listening to their other shows. If not, just stick with write it down because I'm the coolest the realest the illest now back to the show it's it's easier said than done you know and I think even I, I observe it with myself with yeah. my parents older people yeah, the old you know people. and and you see the addiction to it you know and it's it's I would say not like it's a battle, but it's a constant thing that I'm thinking about too, because entrepreneurially it completely changes the game. Yes. It completely changes the game, right? I could meet a player on another team in a different state and he's like, oh, GBED's cool. Or even if it wasn't GBED, just mm-hmm. your personal account, right? He could follow you. You could link up with him. And that that's something that's allowed my brand to grow hugely. Past right. teammates who play right. pro now who want to, you know, and, and it's like without social media, that that, that wouldn't, wouldn't exist. Same. Yeah. So it's like. It's a balance though. It's a balance. Because I think if you do really well at what you're doing in your hometown and in kind of that, I think it, 
it'll speak for itself. Like I've had that yeah. gut check too, where it's like, am I going to spend all day hashtagging and trying to get people to listen to my podcast? Or am I just going to do a really excellent job yes. at my podcast and then hope that it branches like the more people that hear about it. And I like, I like that. Approach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so sure. it doesn't mean like, Oh, Instagram doesn't matter. Facebook doesn't matter. It does to get the word out there, but there's this level of, what you're doing every day with those kids and training them, well, their parents see it. And then if they're, I think I'm, yeah. I made, maybe messaged you like a year ago. I was at, a, I worked for like a mortgage company and this girl was wearing the band at the title company, like <laughs> selling a home. And I was like, you know, Gbed? And she was like, yeah, like this really helped me when I was going through a hard time in life. I just knew that every day was going to get oh. better. And I was like, wait, that's really cool. That and those are, those smoke. are the stories that you can't really, I mean, you can, but you're not, posting yeah. every day and that's not a knock on you that's just life like totally so and like the podcast cool. speaks like in that sense like your podcast speaks for itself yeah right? you don't need to speak to, to and and i play right. with that constantly because i i don't really want to over market i don't want to like be a shirt salesman to people I don't, yeah i yeah. want to be an influencer nah, it's like, like it's like if, if you want a shirt that's great but like i'm not going to be here you know Buy the, shirt, buy the shirt, buy the shirt, buy the shirt. That's like the opposite of the person I want to be. Like, yes, same. And it's, it's... It feels funky when you even are a little bit. Like, yeah. sometimes I feel like I stick my neck out too far when I, like, give my podcast big business yeah. card out. I'm like... Hey, there's, felt... there's no definite boundaries there. I know, I'm like, that know? felt weird, but... I, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, uh, yeah, there's not definites with that. So, right. you're just trying to go off that feeling. So, yeah. it's, yeah, it's it's slippery slopes in right. there, you know? I, I, I try to just revert back to... Uh, you, you know, what, 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 what am I, what do I like doing? What am I feeling? And, and that's where I need to go with it. Mm -hmm. And personally, I mean, I feel like I'm at a point right now where if I went off socials for like two months, I think it would be a cool perspective change for me. Like same. I'm, I've been thinking about doing same. it, but it's, it's tough for me business wise same. because I'm like, no, I, I want to be able to connect with the people that I train. I want right. to be able to connect with these teams that yeah. want to do gear and stuff. So yeah, that's, that's I thought the, about that's like, current, I'm like, I just want to hire somebody, which they have these where you hire somebody to post your content mm -hmm. and like keep engaging. And I'm like, if I could just do that and stay, like you said, a couple months, I feel like my brain would be in a way better space. I think you'd be in a much more present state. Anyone, anyone, anyone. It doesn't matter. I, yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's yeah. like my mom says this, um, like that my brain is a beautiful place, but it can have too many voices in it. Mm. And you like can lose a lot of that, totally. that, that beauty and that, that simplicity. And I mean, I would rather go to like the Springs than watch it for 30 seconds on my phone. And so it's, there's this level of, you feel when you're on social media, people are constantly endorsing you and, and you feel like you, you matter. But then it's like, why do I care if I matter to 400 people who I haven't talked to in forever mm -hmm. and not the person I just met at the grocery store so. or somebody that, you know, or said like being more present with my grandma yeah. in a conversation or instead yeah. of like constantly like attached to my phone. But I think a lot of us that are in our like mid to late twenties are getting to that point where we're like, let's break the cycle. There's a few of us that I are was, like it, it, I feel, and you're a little bit younger than me, but yeah. I'm, you know, I'm thankful I didn't have social media until I was like 21, 22, mm -hmm. weirdly, because so much of my life in my head was before that, that I try to draw back on. Yeah, that, you know? the so, simple times, yeah, the soccer like, field. I don't know. And, yeah, if we slurpees. go like really one direction, you know, the kid with like the, the bale of hay, whatever, you know, mm -hmm. just being able to figure out how to have fun with that, you yeah. know, or being able to have to you know, figure out how to f have fun doing whatever. Playing with the stick yeah, in the yard. Yeah, playing with the stick. We, I played manhunt growing up in my neighborhood. Yeah. We had to be home when the uh, when the street light came on. Mm -hmm. Like, that was, like, the simple days. Like, in my, I'm, yeah, I'm only 25, but I wasn't allowed to have a phone until I was, like, 17 or 18. Okay. Like, I grew up in a very, like, strict was home. Was Instagram around when you were in high school? I got Probably Instagram. Probably just now, just then. Yeah, yeah, I got Instagram, I think, maybe my junior or senior year of high school. Okay. And it was, like, my first photo was, like, a plant that got, like, one like for my sister. <laughs> Sure. And then I would post all these like really ugly photos of me just being funny because I didn't care. But yeah. then something shifts in you where you're like, hashtag live, right. laugh, love, like so the, angles. The goal yeah. of like, yeah, I think even when we when we kind of hit on that and I listen to a lot of psychologists talk about this, but the goal of, again, flow states, right? We look mm -hmm. at little kids. Yeah. Right. Pre let's say pre like even 10, pre nine years old. Right. They're not in that comparison game all the time. Right. Where they're just playing in the yard they might have won they might have lost at recess they don't maybe they know maybe they don't they're just kind of like in play mode yeah and then you get to a certain age where it's like i think 
the society makes us all right this is if you, you're gonna be no, successful you're gonna get uh, age you're gonna do yeah, this which yeah. is a lot of nonsense yeah and you can get into this comparison mode of oh Susie got 101 and I got a 96 and Johnny got it and it does, it's school sports mm-hmm. looks whatever and I think I mean honestly I think just having this conversation about mm-hmm. this sort of thing hopefully can help younger kids go like I can't I can't just be stuck in this you know what I mean mm-hmm. like, it, it's 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 run your yeah. race run we can talk about race. this for definitely a really long time uh, yeah you know one of the unfortunate things of it is there's people who I feel are very uninspiring who just act like idiots on Instagram, um, <laughs> like the Paul <laughs> brothers and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, they're making real dollars. That's what's unfortunate. Because I feel that there are kids that are like, man, I'm really inspired, but I actually, I want to be a YouTuber like this guy. And personally, I'm like, I don't know. It's not who, it's not how I want to inspire people at all. He's just no. being like a, <laughs> I'll try to watch right. my words here, but yeah. 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 Well, the, okay. So being, yeah. <laughs> the best, the best businesses. And I think the best, like in, I won't say influencers, but people that can influence people are the ones that keep it simple. So go back to your, like, if you continue to go back to what, if this gets bigger and it pops off and you're like, it's out of control, go back to the tray that was in college that had it on his whiteboard. I like that. When you go back to the, why you're doing what you're doing, it, I think it'll help because I, I do the same thing where it's like, Brooke, if this, like, if, Apple Podcasts and Spotify shut down completely. Mm-hmm. Would you still have the passion to go right. get stories? Would you still have the passion to go make the guest who's on your show feel special? Yeah. Would you still, would that be your motive? And that has to be my motive or else I'm going to get lost in the whole multi-level lost marketing. Sauce. Yeah, yeah. Of just like, and then you don't know why you're doing what you're doing. It becomes just, exactly you lose that. And I think like successful companies like Chick-fil-A, I always point yeah. back to like even Magnolia. You looked at, Nike, they sold their logo. The lady that designed it sold the logo for like 35 bucks. Had no idea it'd be a multi-billion dollar company. (laughs) When you go back to that simplicity, I think that allows for more success. I think it's based on human to human stuff. Oh yeah. No phone. Like that's, that's the bulletproofing of, of some of these businesses, right? And I'm not saying that businesses can't exist just online, obviously, but like personally, I feel that a lot of my day to day and my business is based on people that I'm actually interacting with. Yeah. And like, that's the that's that's where I want to draw from that that's where I feel like you know whatever myself the most is those people who I'm when I'm actually speaking with people versus uh I don't know versus the Instagram world well and I think that's probably why I mean I don't want to put words in your mouth but similarly why we like Melbourne in this town so Mm -hmm. much because it's not like we're out in this big city trying to hustle and make a name for ourselves or we're not trying to be the you know it's kind of like we're in this small little pond and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like you can't go anywhere without knowing somebody and like some people like for lack of better words, piss on that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just like, I don't want people to know my stuff. And yeah, like, everybody, yeah, yeah. like, but it's like, there's a lot of beauty and human connection. We're living in a time, especially with COVID especially now, yeah. where it's like, we're all going home and we're like, what is community? I don't know yeah. the people next to me because I only know them based on Instagram. It's like, no, like if everything were to shut down tomorrow, do you know who a phone yeah. number? Yeah. Let's make it not that. You know do you know I mean? an address <laughs> that you can go knock on the door and say, Hey, I brought some food. Like, let's chill. Right. Like I, I like really feel like, and maybe that's just our generation is like the last little bit. I mean, you're a little older, but that had that where yeah. it's like every Saturday, I remember friends and family came over and we'd have pizza yeah. and like, we'd all go watch all that in the garage and the parents would play like Bunko. It could still happen. That can yeah. still yeah. happen. <laughs> and like, we're living in this time where it's like, let's hang out and like, let's Instagram yeah. all the time. Know, and it's just like, no, you know, it you can't just be doing things for the, just for the Instagram post. You can't No, And it's, it's, I try to frame it also as like, I'm going to try to use my Instagram as like art. So yeah. whether that's me showing what I feel like I like doing or have skills in or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to use it in that way. And, and trying to get into the mindset of it doesn't matter if like it, it's not as important what level you're at. Mm-hmm. I almost, you know, in a way I post surfing on Instagram. I want to, I want to post wiping out Yeah. because I wiped out. Yeah. I don't just want to post, post the highlights. The, the, just the highlights. Yeah. Like in a sense of. It, it, it's like John Mayer missing a note, you know, yeah. it's like, it's real. Yeah, it is. It's real. So yeah, just, I don't it know. It moves you yeah. more. Well, life has turned into a performance and businesses yeah. have turned into a performance and it's taking a, a potential good thing of promoting on digital marketing and yeah. making it a weapon. Right. But something I do love about your, your 
brand and your business and like what you stand for is you are not promoting yourself. You're promoting other people. And I think that translates really well. But at the same time, I think with GBED, you do a really good job. You you post athletes, you post um, just you, you post whoever that's repping it. And you're not Thanks. you're not too big for your britches. You're like, you know, this is what I stand for. It's not about me just getting better every day. It's about everybody getting better. Yeah. And this is like when you put others before you that's just a principle it, it like is um contagious it's uh, people want to be around people that make them feel special nobody wants to be around somebody that only talks about themselves and promotes themselves Those people. <laughs> yeah. so annoying yeah. you know what i'm saying so you do a really Thanks. good job well, thank you. At, at making other people um feel like they're the main the main star i, I personally try to check myself as much as i can yeah because like you know for instance if i'm training kids right? Whatever, whatever age, let's say younger kids, right? Yeah. I could say bullshit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like, I'm trying to come from a place of authenticity of like, Hey, I want to try to expedite them getting better at soccer most of the time right. and growing as a human. But like, I need to check myself on, yeah. was that bullshit? Was it not? You right, know? Right. And, and, and the fact that they're not going to go, whatever, like they're probably not going to speak up against me, even though I tell them I want you, if you feel that way, tell me, tell me yeah. because I want to have that respect relationship. Mm-hmm. Not like, not the other way, not no. a fear relationship. No. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, was, I mean, I'm not that great at soccer. I thought I was, um, but game last weekend was. <laughs> <laughs> I scored on my on my own team. And you know, Trey, this is the thing: is nobody on the team laughed. Yeah. I laughed. There was like one other person, the goalie. Side note: Whoever's listening, before we talked on the show, I was telling Trey that I joined an adult um, soccer league. Shout out to Casey Runty, but he wasn't there that day. Yeah, Casey. And so I was like playing and the the ball was going past the goalkeeper and I ran behind the goalkeeper and I scored on us and the keeper was like, Brooke. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is so yes. funny, you know? And one other person kind of snickered and the rest of the team just like pissed at yeah. me. I was like, it's a legit game, yeah, Brooke. so I didn't go last night. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so with That's my right. soccer, the, the, my favorite coaches in soccer were the ones that made me like almost want to cry by pushing me mm. but we're also the ones that were like like I don't know how to explain it just like hey the reason why I'm pushing you is because I see something different in you and mm, it almost okay. made it like a like they don't hate me it was more or less like a, they're pushing me so and you I'm sure you know this with with the kids that you coach there are certain people you can talk to like that and there's certain yeah, that will right, cave right, like right. you can kind of see the demeanor of a kid and it's like they're probably going to take that home and Beat and themselves and up that's, about it. that's a hard thing to teach. Balance. I teach like I, I personally observe coaches that I think uh, at times and I'm not saying I'm perfect at this. I have to try to be as best as I can be at it, but they aren't aware of the room enough. They're not seeing yeah. you know, how the player's feeling or how they're acting. Maybe, yes. maybe they're using strong words with a kid that I feel shouldn't have strong words right. or maybe just the timing of those strong yeah. words. If they're picking flowers on the field, yeah. you can't be right. yelling at them. Right. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> that's it's, just not the kid for you to be yelling it's, it's at. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, uh, they're checked out. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm super grateful for everything with coaching. And what's, it, yeah, what's your favorite part about your 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 aspects of your life with GBED? Um, is it the shirt making? Is it the connections? Is it the coaching? What's what's your favorite that lights you up? Favorite, man, I would say a couple things that that come to mind there. Um, Seeing players that I've worked with once they get out of high school or in college, maybe not playing anymore, be thankful for our times um, is something that I think about. Uh, it makes me feel older, but yeah, my Mel High, I coach at Mel High as well. My okay. my um, the senior class a couple of years ago was like the group of those first kids when I made the first shirts. They were like probably yeah. eleven, and they yeah. just graduated high wow. school and stuff. That's special. Um, I'm trying to think of who all was in that group. Shout out Sean Mathis, Dylan O'Brien. Who else was there? Uh, Keyshawn. But yeah, it was, you know, that's one thing. Lately, seeing people feel that they have motivation from my brand who don't know me at all Mm. is something that I'm like, whoa. Like, I I feel myself being able to think of that and find energy and discipline in times where I like I'm lacking it almost. Yes. And you can look back even on your life where when you left um, Jacksonville and that series of events, none of that was in your control. None of that like was something that you could have planned to impact other people or the or the person that I sat across last year that said it helped her in her darkest days. You didn't dream that up for yourself. Right. Like when you hit that. 
So I, I think that it's just one of those things where when you can revisit and that's like what I want to capture with write it down is sharing people's stories so they can look back at every twist and turn and go oh shoot like that is like ultimately it it makes you it builds your faith it builds like you to keep moving forward and why you're doing what you're doing and you can listen to this podcast in two years and be like oh look at where i'm at now look at the other people that have you know what's you know what, what yeah what what is funny about thinking about that right now is you know like at if I look back, there was these times in life where you were presented this like split in the road, like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, do I want to go to JU or UF? Right. And there's no right answer there, but there was a point where like, whatever, March 4th, you had to pick one and you had to pick it and go with the flow on it and just go in. If it, if it goes somewhere, I don't want to go, then I got to make a change. And I had to transfer. Right. But like, and then at that point, am I going to go play? Am I going to go to you? I don't, I don't know the answer there. No. And there's not an answer there. I just have to try to, you know, whatever weigh it out and then go okay this is the one i'm gonna go with and it'd be a complete lie if there wasn't thoughts when i went to ju that like man i should have went to uf my friends are all there they're all having fun but that obviously and i think that you can play that game always but it's like at those points just going okay i gotta try to weigh my options i gotta try to talk to the people that i love and then go okay this is this is what i'm gonna go with Mm -hmm. and go with it from there because like we said you're never gonna know tomorrow ever so you just have to i guess go off today live off today no yeah. i mean hey, make another brand no but it's funny because somebody asked me like well brooke what what if you would have went to um to unf and became a nurse i'm like but i didn't i don't know how else to like that's just like kind of how right. i i have to look at it and it's like especially like with my faith i'm like i can look back and be like all right god's not gonna waste any part of my story so i can just like draw from that and have faith for tomorrow and you're here today and i'm here today like regardless of everything that happened like you're here right now yeah you have a microphone in front of you you have the ability to like have your voice so it's like even if i feel like i have regret from things in the past like it's like regardless i'm here where i am today right and it all makes yeah yeah, it's and it's it kind of also goes back to like you you pointed to the trusted voices in your life yeah the people who know you who have walked through every single different season with you and have gone okay trey this is not who you are like mm-hmm. trey this is this doesn't even sound like you or yeah. these people in your life don't even look like the people that you would normally hang with what's going on people like that are what i mean even which is with your girlfriend being like yeah g-bed yeah. like all of those little micro voices in your life yeah. are ultimately what led you here today And so I think a lot of it too is like you are who you hang out with as Mm -hmm. well. Like you, like your tribe is everything and it's like no regrets. to like keep moving forward. But, um, I I literally could talk to you like all day, so we should start a podcast, but I want to, before (laughs) we get to, yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. Uh, I, how are you doing with that? I still plan to have it. I'm just not ready in my life to have it yet. Okay. I want to. If you need a co-host. Okay. Respect. I I feel like I feel. Yeah, definitely. We can talk after this, like about some things. But yeah, Yeah. I, I don't think there's ever going to be a perfect time to launch it. No. Obviously. I know that. But I've just kind of I've been. mm, Okay, I'm going to move a couple other directions in my life right now. And then at the time that I feel like this is this is where it wants to be. I want to learn more. You could always learn more. But I want to learn more biology. I want to learn more stuff going like direct uh stuff going on in the body to be able to help people a get lot, better get better and understand food and nutrition is one of the things the I, I, I would listen want to go with the podcast okay yeah so so but, can i ask you what you what you eat are yeah. you like are you vegan <laughs> no i'm not okay. i'm not i eat a lot of meat um <laughs> yeah right right now uh where i'm at now this is actually the first time in my life in the last like couple months where i'd say like I'm looking at every single ingredient that I'm consuming. Okay. Like every single one. Um, and it's based on a couple books that I've read recently and listened to. Um, uh, I read this one book called Anti-Factory Farm. Basically, it's like a shopping guide to really describe what each uh, like label means at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. You know, like pasture-raised. You know, yeah. Just, it said, this is what Hormones, this means. This is what this yeah, means. Yeah. This is what this means. Okay. And it really brought my awareness even even more of like, man, our people in society have just been getting pumped not great chemicals for a lot of years. A lot of years. I think it messes us up. And it definitely does. Um, and so, you know, personally, I'm not someone to try to uh, like really, really preach nutrition to a lot of people because I'm 
the guy who thinks he knows the most knows the least. Like that, that's definitely the yeah. mindset I try to approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what works same, for you might not work for somebody else. Right. Yeah. But trying to learn as much. So like, how can I deliver for me mainly right now is how can I deliver like simple messages to the guys I train mm. that they could implement, mm-hmm. not needing to get super, super biochem heavy, super bio heavy. Just like, hey, how can you know, how can I give simple type instructions and guidelines with that? But personally, I would say if I actually like went broke it down of like foods that I'm eating. Yeah. Grass fed meats is okay. like the majority of my meals okay. and a lot of vegetables, um, a lot of vegetables, like just, I change it up random, like mm-hmm. variable vegetables. Um, I do, I think intermittent fasting is one of the biggest tools that people can use. So a, when do you start your first meal? So it, it's not necessarily exact every single day and I don't intermittent fast every single day, but I try to go a 16 hour fast from whenever I stop eating the night before. Okay. So... I have a little thing on my phone that tracks it, but like, let's say if I stopped eating, you know, at, at 8 PM the night before, then I would try not to eat until noon the next day. Okay. But it's, for me, it's all about, okay, there are things I can consume in my fasting period, like bulletproof coffees, Mm. um, that do have calories, but don't give any insulin response. Okay. Um, so keeping simple. Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't kick off the hormone cascade that eating a carbohydrate or a sugar would. Um, I feel like personally right now I can drink one of those and I could fast almost the whole day a lot of times. Really? And, and I haven't started experimenting with like multiple day fasts as much, mainly because uh, as an athlete, performance athlete, (laughs) like that's not, I wouldn't say say it would be best. Mm -hmm. Um, I have some friends who have, who've had some good experiences with it, Mm -hmm. but yeah, fasting is another thing I've been in the last like year studying like a ton, ton. Mm -hmm. Um, I could talk about it a super long time, but like. Basically, yeah, just trying to have an eating window. Even if people didn't change anything about what they're eating, if they started to have an eating window that was the same, like the same amount of hours, Mm -hmm. um, it can really change how their body digests food, uh, takes in nutrition, Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, There's some crazy studies that, mainly in mice, but some crazy studies that uh, they keep mice on basically the same exact diets, but they change their eating windows. And they'll have like, for instance, this, uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick is where I, I listen for a lot of mm-hmm. this, but she like, they'll have this, this, this group of mice that eats this diet. They eat it like, let's say four different meals throughout the day. They have this group of mice, eats the same exact amount of food, but only eats it in like two meals in a smaller window. And these mice will have, uh, basically bigger, leaner muscles than mm-hmm. these mice. Nothing changed about either except the timing of the foods. Okay. And so seeing some of those, I remember a couple years ago, I was like, well, this is crazy. Like essentially you know if i could eat that meat and uptake what i need from it versus eating it and not uptaking all that i need from it Mm -hmm. so if you can maximize that you know you could hopefully maximize that i'm getting as strong as i could today versus like what i was saying before that's what they say timing is everything so So maybe same with nutrients yeah it's yeah that's i don't know that's cool that's one yeah that's okay one other thing before we get to rapid fire and write it down i do have one more question the soccer team Ooh, yes. Okay. So the soccer team. So this is something that just came about. Um, Breaking news. (laughs) Breaking news. I've, you know, I've really wanted to have a team here that I could, that I play. I've traveled around the state to play for different teams and and such, but. You uh, want local. Yeah, local. We, 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 uh, this is a franchise called Brevard Fire. Um, We're playing in the UPSL this year as the league. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like a pro, semi-pro league. Some players get paid. Some players don't get paid. Okay. and yeah, the franchise got approved like a month ago. Um, my friend uh, Nick Robinson, who coaches Vieira High School, mm-hmm. um, so we're con- I'm, uh, Mel High Vieira is yeah, like yeah. the local rivalry. Yeah, um, he's the coach of the team. I'm wow. just a player on the team. That's cool. Uh, that's who. I, that's where I want to be okay. with the group. Okay. Is just like a, a player, Not like coach, yeah. admin. Right. Yeah. I'm just trying to, you know, yeah. whatever. I'm, and I, I didn't really think this was this was gonna happen in my playing career years locally at least yeah um so this is a total curveball yeah so i'm super pumped um we've put together a group of uh, guys that are i've played with a lot of years around here that are that are my friends and some guys that i've just met as well who who nick knows yeah um yeah we're playing out at Vieira. we're trying to have games uh friday and saturday nights under the lights okay and I, I mean, well, when's I think the first game. Do you know? It's yet? the end of March. The schedule okay. should come out this week. Okay. Um, but yeah, end of March will be the first game weekend. And yeah, I mean, as the group, we're just like, look, if if 
Let's have some success and see if we can, you know, go up leagues or land more sponsors Wait, or whatever that's in the future. Super yeah, cool. so. And you get to be here. Yes. In your little hometown, surfing, exactly. local Publix. I'm, I'm <laughs> super thankful. I've, I've constantly kind of, I would say, wrestled with, do I want to go try to pursue playing pro in another state? Yeah. Versus I like my life, my business and, and training and soccer. And I get to play soccer a lot here, too. So it's back to those choices. It's been constant there. And I would say that I've. I have chosen the life here over that. Mm-hmm. I act like it's a choice, like, oh, I just go play. No, I got to make a team if I went that route. But I haven't right. fully committed in my life to that route of like, I'm going to go try to sign in a different, whatever, whatever team will kind of accept me. Yeah. So now it's, I mean, I'm s- super stoked. Like, Wait, this is really cool. This is going to be something that, you know, hopefully we can build. We're working, G-Bed, like partner with them. Yeah, so ask. we're doing like the uniforms and the gear and stuff. So hopefully be able to create a relationship there that helps and both it keeps organizations. like what we were saying with just staying simple and just doing the, you're not going off trying to like promote right. yourself you're just here and you're going to watch the web expand tentacles grow with this and, exactly and in it aligns with everything that you've been saying like with just getting better every day eating well building community other people being part of your movement mm-hmm. and you're not the guy that's like you want my shirt yeah <laughs> please never in my life do i want Buy to be. my shirt yeah <laughs> it's, it's really like it's really about that it's if there's a, the person wants to wear a g-bed shirt i don't care if it was one person a month i would mm. rather have that than inflated growth that i don't i don't need i don't i don't need that in my life you yeah, know just yeah. step by step of people who feel feel strongly or, or want to support you know yeah. that's that's the long game I'm trying to play. Yeah. The I think you're going to have great success. So you have a lot of favor of your life. So this is going to be exciting. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. So rapid fire. Okay. Rapid fire. Steak or sushi? <sighs> lately. Oh man. I love Thai Thai. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go steak lately with my, with my current. What kind? Current what kind? Filet? Ooh, any. Any. Any steak. Okay. Yep. Uh, fave John Mayer song. <sighs> Album live at live at the LA. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. One, hands down. I would where the light of, is. Yes, yes. In 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 your atmosphere on that oh live CD. Oh my gosh! Is yes, it's in my car. An insane I play a, song. I have a CD player. I'm Neon on that album. Yes. insane. Belief. Song. Yes. Oh, Vultures. Great. Forget you it. You can get the whole CD. Oh yeah, the whole that thing. album. I'll go. Yes. With. Yeah. Okay. So, do you listen to rap? Mm, I would say some, but the okay. le- the least in my life. I was going to say, this question might be null and void. Okay. Pop Smoke or Nipsey Hustle? <sighs> Nipsey Hustle. Okay. Pineapple or mango? Mango. I do love mango. I have mangoes. two like 40 foot mango trees at my dad's house. Really? Do you like pineapple at all or just... I will eat pineapple too. But you'll, but you'll settle for pineapple, with, but you like I'll mango. I'll mango. Yeah, yeah. All right. Mango. We're getting to that point in the show where I ask each guest to give us something to write down. So Trey Collins, what is your write it down? Ooh. Keep it simple. Keep it? simple and get better every day right there we go there yeah. we go Trey that Collins thank cliche. you <laughs> yeah if you were gonna pause that long and go g-bet <laughs> i like come on no, no, no keep it simple love it thank you so much Trey thanks thank you for listening to the write it down podcast this podcast is a part of the 1513 network you can catch a variety of shows on their website 1513.com If you enjoy listening to Write It Down, please subscribe, share with your friends, and if there's any ink left in your pen, write a review. For more content, follow the fun on Instagram by following at W-I-D-P-O-D. That spells WIDPOD. Super cool. Stands for Write It Down Podcast, but it's abbreviated to WIDPOD. Anyways, thanks for listening, and we will catch you later.